I wasn't going to take an evening walk. And then I was like, well, Sonora still has some energy. Maybe if I just walk them a little bit, um, like my cousin said, maybe they'll just kind of help get his energy out. So I was talking to my cousin while I was walking and I got a busy week next week. I got a disability attorney appointment. I've got a divorce attorney appointment. I've got to update disability on situation, where I'm getting help, where I'm not getting help, who do you ask for help, who's not helping you, why, who, what, when, how. Um, like I said, they hit me with a, oh, almost an hour's worth of questions and that. And then I have another appointment with them, phone appointment. Uh, I think it's like two weeks or three weeks or something. Um, because everything changed, obviously, and I'm not getting the help that I need. So who's not helping? Why are they not helping you? Have you asked for help? Yada, 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 yada. So I'll deal with that, deal with the attorney stuff, and it's just going to be a busy week. So I figured, you know, it do be some good just maybe myself getting a small walk-in, and it did. Um, it's been a tough week. Next week's got to be easier. I just got to rid the toxicity. If people aren't going to help, then, you know, I got to move forward. I don't, you know, people aren't going to help, aren't going to help, and that's it. You know, have a nice life and take care. I, I can't keep doing this. It's just spinning me in a circle. It's ridiculous, and I just can't do it anymore. Uh, finally, having friends and my cousin chime in and getting their insight as, you know, of what they're seeing, factual, and it's all the same. Um, when you ask for help, you should have got help. There's really no reason behind it got me forward move on and talk to disability about it talk to disability attorney divorce attorney and figure it out and then let us know and figure out a way to you know figure out where we can get the help and getting public involved to help I don't really have a choice you know and seeing how you know to do this you know when you're going through disability or a divorce but you're disabled and going through disability and that with stuff going on with that with the divorce anyway so we'll see it's just going to be a busy week so i was like you know what let's take a walk they got them almost done with just evening rounds so i can get some hair color on it's a great thing about just short hair don't care um let the hair come out and i went back had to go back short but i'm realizing how much easier it is to maintain you don't have to go to hair salon you just pick a color any color i should have just put my hands or my eyes and picked a color it wouldn't really matter i'm just not into that stuff anymore but my hair for some reason always pulls red and uh must be the spitfire i mean i don't know <laughs> but uh got me some color put that on and then take a shower and just relax probably still be 12 o'clock it seems like to be the norm always something pops up but um it is asking what I'm feeding Snorio that's been a good question for upset stomach and that um actually I have tried every day on prescription food out there luckily I didn't buy a lot um donated what not using that he won't eat that he didn't try but I did get a suggestion from veterinarian the receptionist assistant and she said, do you ever try fresh pet? And I was like, fresh pet? Why does that sound familiar? It's the refrigerated food that's in the pet aisle in the stores. And I said, I've seen it, but I haven't tried it. Uh, something I haven't tried. I'm going to have to say for anybody who 
I mean, it's made for finicky dogs, but it's really healthy food. It's, it's not cheap, but it's a heck of a lot cheaper than what you get at veterinarian prescription food. And it comes in rolls, it's refrigerated. I think it's like chicken, and you have like organic grain-free chicken, beef, whatever. Um, I, I'm so glad to say, he actually likes it. He doesn't gorge himself, it's good. And this was actually the first day, no vomiting and no upset stomach. I'm like, thank God. No getting sick in the car. I'm smart, I'm just, that's me. I like to just have a blanket, paper towels, and extra things in the car, and I think that's just so smart. Um, even if you live by yourself, I think it's smart. You never know, we might drop some coffee on you or, you know, hit a speed bump or something or so slam the brakes and, excuse me, all of a sudden you wear your soda or whatnot. But um, he's got sick twice in the car, just in a week. So I finally found some food. I just know the medicine's gonna take a while. I wanna take him back to the vet. Um, but I also need to have a backup veterinarian too because where he goes is Kentucky and that's pretty far. So I found in another county a veterinarian I'm gonna try. Call tomorrow and uh, it always helps to have a secondary vet and just in case you can't get to your normal veterinarian. I think that's so smart to do that. Um, it's not a really, really large practice where his new vet is in Kentucky anyway. But this will be a good idea. That'll help me out tremendously. And I'm so happy to my new groomer. She's a, oh gosh, she's amazing. And she's so quick. She's doing it for years. She said I can do this stuff in my sleep. But I didn't know. But I thought I'll just ask if she grooms cats. Because the cats are used to groomers. They get groomed. And I thought, well, it's maybe. I asked and she's like, yeah, I do cats. I do cats all the time. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank, thank the good Lord. Thank you. Ending the, ending the week on a good note. Um, give them something from the vet just to calm them down because cats don't like grooming anyway But my guys like to be brushed, but they're particular some of them like the blow dryer some of them don't like the blow dryer and Keep them groomed anyway you have to take care of your pets their family too So I'm happy next month. She's got snorio in one week and then the cats the other week and Thank good lord but grace of god some things are easier than others So the fur kids, I got pretty much everything under control. And new vets, they're seeing new veterinarians, new practices, new groomer. And I just have to do it. You have to mix things up, starting on a clean slate. Um, that includes having to, you know, switch your veterinarian with your pets and that, and that are closer and more convenient and that. And I'm just lucky I got some really good veterinarians the group that I, he goes to now and I got an amazing an amazing groomer I don't want no shit starter calling the groomer up so I would love to high five the groomer but I'm damn smarter than that by knowledge I don't want the same person to go calling the groomer like they call the neighbors and everybody else and their brother and mother and oh my god Kim and Eric oh my god oh my god oh my god you should hear but behind the scenes, what these people that realize when we answer the calls and the emails and that is, I'm going through my own SH star T. I'm pissed off. I'm unhappy. I'm all over the place emotionally. And I feel as the bullseye of life shall apply to Kimberly. Let me rein her with some bullshit and tell you about it and make some you-know-what malarkey up and shenanigans. And then I'm going to exit this conversation. 
I got in the evening on a funny note. That's exactly what happened. And you're listening to podcasts, you know exactly what you did. You called everybody up. You went to all my doctors years before. Did you tell them you literally called all my doctors? My doctors had to literally place a chart, a letter, a legal notice in front of my chart that if you ever called or came to that office, you're going to be escorted by a police department or legal team? Did you bother telling the neighbors and everybody you went to about that shenanigans? And it wasn't the first rodeo you done. So I'm smart to protect my friends and people that are in my life. And, uh, well, for the people who realize that they fell for it, hook, line, and sinker, a lobster trap or whatever you want to call it, you weren't the first ones. You're going to be last ones, but you weren't the first ones. My physicians and everybody and their brother and mother were the first ones. Friends from eons ago, um, other organizations, you name it. And it's just the same person, the same group, two individuals behind the scenes that I just believe don't know how to wrangle their emotions and I still believe aren't happy. A projected happiness. By material possessions, that's it. That's, that's it. But you can't bring that stuff to heaven. You know that, right? But you need to make good on earth and uh, come to grips and get the skeletons of many out of your closet and free yourself, you know? But I'm not God. So what you do to other people and have done, that's your, your business of how you handle it, of freeing yourself. But you really need to come to grips and terms and uh, take care of the skeletons because they've been hanging in the closet long enough. But that's just something I had to get. Uh, I've been telling me to get divorced. And then magically my cousin's like, yeah, they worked for the business. They worked for a business. Like, excuse me? Yeah, for years. What? Wait a minute. He told me to get divorced. And now they work for a business. How do you know this? Because I saw them. A couple of times I saw them. Uh... Interesting. Just leave it there. So, today I chalk up as a great learning lesson of life, once again. Not to fall myself for hook, line, and sinker. And not to take people's word. Um, because some people never change. And you can have a million years. And they could take a million years. And make good use of them. And some people don't. Um, it could take a lifetime and still. There's just no positive change. Or rearing back. Or um, just soul searching. You know. And making positive change. Rearing oneself back. Because nobody's perfect. And I'm not either. But we should all learn from our wrongdoings. And we project our own problems and hatred that we have within ourselves onto others. Because I've been that bullseye for many years. And they literally shot arrows everywhere going to everybody. And their mother, brother, doctor, whoever. Neighbors, whoever. <sighs> Don't do that. I don't know. I know people are like, who the hell does that? <laughs> well, there are people who do that. I'm going to have to say. There are. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because if you don't have to answer on earth, you have to answer up 
you know, to God, you know, one day, you know. And we're supposed to take the time, I'll say this once again, to do self-reflecting and to be better and bigger people and to realize where we've hurt people. And sometimes your hurt can literally just do a spiral downhill for somebody for the rest of their life by your actions. When you want to take people down your level, when you have your own problems, your decisions can cause great consequences for people the rest of their life. Now, don't do that stuff. That's, that's a sign of immaturity. That's not being an adult. An adult also means is when you do stuff like that, you apologize to people. And if you can't get your ego out of the way, then your actions show you're sorry, extremely sorry, and sincere about it. People don't need to apologize four, five, six, seven, eight times. One sincere apology is all people need. And people know when you're being sincere and when you're not. But there's a lot of things that I've experienced in my life I've seen people do, and it's not okay. Um, it's not of this world. I don't know what possesses people or if they're possessed or what. <laughs> that was funny. It was a joke. But I literally don't know why people do the things they do. But um, I, I'm in this position now, a point in my life now that I've, I've seen and I've heard it all. I think I've heard it all now. And um, I have to laugh it off because um, that's some crazy Aunt Betty's cornbread hash browns with 7-Up. Mix that with that Diet Cherry Coke. Go ahead and add the orange Twizzlers for Halloween. And then, well, hell, because I don't like corn, but we can have some candy corn. And we're going to go ahead and put that on the fire, open flame. And we're going to see, next to a marshmallow, which one blows up first. <laughs> That's how crazy that is. Don't be crazy. You know, don't do that to people. Don't project your hatred and how you feel onto other people. Handle your shenanigans on your own. You're allowed to cry. You're allowed to scream, kick, whatever you want to do. But just don't project onto people when you have your own problems in your life because you never know. Some things you do to people can hurt them for the rest of their life. And you may mint just a temporary arrow of your bullseye on somebody, but sometimes that arrow multiplies. Don't do that because everybody has a conscious and subconscious and you don't want that stuff to eat you alive. Take the time while you're on earth, not after you're dead and gone. Get your skeletons out of the closet, and you make peace and apologize and do right when you've done wrong. And that's for everybody. So everybody have yourself a great, wonderful evening. Um, this, and this podcast, i got a busy week next week. I'm going to try to get back to one podcast um, daily. Sometimes it's going to be more than that. And like I said before, um, some of the podcasts obviously are for myself to reflect and go back a year from now and realize um, changes and positive growth in that. And of course, therapy helps me along the way. And... Oh, like my cousin said, you have so much to talk about with your therapists and attorneys, don't you? I said, you know what? You sure got that right. Got that right. <laughs>